guys, this is Tina B. And Charmaine G. We're here to talk about the messiness of life. It's ugly. And it's raw. It's real. And it's a freaking game. It's whack-a-mole. 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 This is us. And our gift to you. You may now proceed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Greetings and salutations. This episode is going to be rated R. Yeah. Get your kitties out. We're feeling it today. <laughs> we really have called every name in the book in the last 30 seconds. Like we, we want to say it to everybody throughout the day, but we just save it for Sean. I know. <laughs> we come in here and we want to talk about so much, but then we're like, no, save it, save it. So we're having, uh, we're adults having adult conversations. So that's our, sure. that's our little whoa, whoa, whoa. disclaimer. You're, you're adults having a very immature conversation. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll do that. I like that. I like that. Better. I think we're fucking Absolutely. funny. Whoa. <laughs> I think we are too. Yeah. But you know, ask our five listeners what they think about it <laughs> just kidding okay so i want to start off because we didn't do this last week um sorry by uh thanking our sponsors mm-hmm. um i will start with our dixie moving in storage for all of your moving needs this is a group of men who know how to pack who know how to lift who know how to load just saying they the um, away they will disassemble pianos and then put them back together again. They will pack you and move you. They will move your packed house. Um, They do white glove service. They have been in business since 1977 here in St. George. Beautiful. They are, um, they, I, 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 very reasonably priced too. They are. They work, I I don't know how to say this. Greg has said it a million times. Um, Under Beacons, they are a. Oh yeah, franchise. Yeah, underneath, they, it's Beacons. Yeah. And Beacons and has been around for a long damn for time. For a long time. All right. Our, so. our next sponsor. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. no. DixieMovingInStorage.com. Okay. Is there a phone number? Of course. Do you think I have that on my paper? Oh, uh, no. I'm, I, we'll, we'll cue you back on that one. But uh, our next sponsor is Sunset Wellness Body Sculpting uh, Supplements. Beautiful, like if you just go into the store today, you'll get why I want to send you there. Um, they're located off the Sunset Drive in St. George Boulevard. The phone number is 435-922-0962. They have these state-of-the-art desi- uh, devices that can do uh, trimming, uh, fat reduction, in addition to uh, a, a full wellness program. And they are expanding their company. They are doing so well. So uh, Sunset Wellness. And then our last but not least is Desert Homes Pest Control. Shout out to my pa, my bro on this. Um, They are gang, bug bug bangers. They're bug bangers and they know what they're doing. Bug banging like they will busters. kill anything except Good. for you and your pets and like your mother I like the idea of anything. Let's just stick with that. That's true. And you know, we live in the desert. So you get those scorpions that are like that big and you get these desert what roaches. What about rodents? It is pet. It is it's safe. just pest. It's safe. It's just for pests. Okay. Yes. But they do termites, everything. So Teenagers. No, not okay. yet. I, maybe that. Soon, though. <laughs> I'll try it. I have one. Okay. <laughs> um, their phone number is 435-256-0407. Call them today and kill all your pet pests. <laughs> not your pets. <laughs> pests. Okay. Rock on. What are we talking about? Oh, my gosh. What aren't we talking about? But we are going to today... I have to continue it, man. I have to. We You're talked about the Depp herd trial uh, mm-hmm. last week. I can't stop. And I kind of <laughs> want to, <laughs> yeah. but I can't. 
um, it starts imagine? first thing in the morning because, of course, there's a time difference. Yeah, so I yeah. get up, I put my iPad. It's a yeah, I, I get alerts on my phone. It's live, ABC Now. <laughs> yes. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And I want to say, I know them more than I want to at this point. A hundred percent. Now, they're to the point where they're they're starting to get to the end. because yeah. And they can only do so many hours. Don't ask me how many. But they, they, they track it through hours. And at the end of the week, they'll tell you how many hours they have left. How many, you know, who has spent this many hours on this and this and this anyway. So we're, we're nearing the end. Um, Amber does have some character witnesses or at least, um, her sister's on the stand right now. Of course. Now she did that this afternoon and I think they've also gone to somebody else at this point, but I'm behind Ooh, because, because I have to pause and you know I'm working so I'm listening to it intermittently and I don't want to miss a darn thing some things I do miss I could not wait they took that week recess and then I couldn't because I wanted to Keep get to the the uh, cross with yeah. Amber yeah now as you know I stated last week that I don't know whose side I'm on mm-hmm. and I and but it's very uh manic if you will it's like you listen to them talk about her and it's like yeah she she has been abused and she has and then the cross-examination and then you're like you question your own you know there's a lot of evidence i mean they recorded each other for months and multiple occasions secretly but then they created this vow that they were going to tell each other before they started recording i mean were they preparing for a case like this is that what it was? I mean, I've never been in right? a relationship where I've you, recorded somebody. Oh and then my I, gosh. we outed each other. Now I'm going to ask for permission what? to record you. You haven't been down that road? No. Oh, that's John the thing. T. I know. Come on. You have, wait. Yeah. Oh, you record conversations? Yes. Or you record live go action? I mean, what are you, what are you talking about? Well, you're talking about, you know, when you know you're going down the path of, of uh, this ain't going to work out so well. So you're like, you know, you, know, you keep your texts, you keep your Facebooks, you keep your messages, you keep your emails, and then you start recording interactions, waiting for them to just I've do something. I've never done that. Because you're like, I need proof. I need, no one's going to believe me. Yeah. Yeah. I had mm-hmm. a pen that I, I, I bought. It's a pen. It's a, it looks like a Recorder normal pen. pencil. Uh-huh. And I just hit the button and it has the little thing on, like on top Sean. of the thing. So it was like a little tiny pinhole camera. I mean, you sh- could have imagined. Sean Depp. I should admit. Boom. Hit it's record. not even that. He's, where are we? We are in his studio. Right yeah. now. So he's he's probably recording us. Yeah. Maybe he's upskirting too with the video. I hope not. Okay. I'm not wearing a skirt well, tonight. Check it. <laughs> it's okay. I haven't no. shaven in like Okay, so I just oh. before we go too too far, I just want <laughs> I, I need to say this. If you are in an abusive, whether it be physical, sexual, or emotional abusive relationship please find somebody safe to talk to and you can also confidentially call the national domestic violence hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE that's 1-800-799-SAFE and safe is 7233 mm-hmm. or go to the hotline.org and you can chat live with somebody Ooh. yeah or you can come completely off of your computer if that's an issue. If somebody's tracking you like Sean, um, every move you make, um, you can text the word start to 88788. So oh. for texting, you can text the word start to 88788. And it's a live chat. And yeah, you'll get somebody will um, 
Wow. Respond to you immediately. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I want to bring it to this point because it just went boom in my head and I got to get it out. Um, so a lot of these things, I want to say these people weren't like, didn't become this way overnight. You know, this, this toxic, this just damaging to the core relationship. So what I really try to pull out of it, how were they as a person before? And how are they after? Because, um, and if they have multiple relationships like this, because I mean, we're going to see another trial, right? Yeah. Well, one would hope with the attention that this has garnered that somebody's getting help somewhere. I mean, narcissists love attention. That's true. That is very true. I was, everybody knows I was in a relationship that was horrible for both of us. Um, and I never recorded Mm -hmm. anything. Now, when Sean said that, I was like, were there times I wished I could have? Absolutely. I also, my character doesn't dictate me lying about somebody, you know, pushing me down a flight of stairs either. So there's that. Um, When you get into a place where you feel like you have to prove and you're you're starting to gather that evidence, I I only wanted the evidence so that I could have full custody of my child. Like Uh I didn't, there wasn't anything else going on. I just wanted to be done with it. Right. Um, so having said that, um, my daughter did record, I, I don't want to get into any other information, okay, but okay. she recorded a conversation n- in no way did I prompt it on her phone that actually worked in our favor. In court. In court. Wow. A, and she had no idea that that's what she was doing. And I still have the recording. Wow. Um, yeah. Awesome. And it was pretty gnarly. It was a gnarly. Co- and I was like, I, fir- I was torn because I was like, Sam, you recorded somebody without them knowing. And you have <laughs> to y'all know can the, guess yep. the somebody, I guess. But, but you have to know the loss, too. Now, did she record it? She recorded, recorded it. And I the conversation was between who and who? She, between this. Individual. And her. That's it. In that's a car. Her. Okay. Yeah. Because if she had recorded it and you and the other person were conversing, that would have been illegal because no. only one party needs to know in the state of Utah, only one party needs to know that there's a recording going oh, on. Oh, I wow. like one it. Party. I like it. So like I've had situations in my office here at the college where I'm like, I better record this conversation because yeah. it can go sideways. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't need to know, but as long as I know. Right. So sure. That's, that's, okay. That's, I didn't that, know that. Good that's, point. That's what Thank I was told you. about the, uh, uh, I guess, w- uh, wiretapping laws for Utah. Only one party needs to know. Now, different laws, different states, yes. et cetera, so you need to know. And what's admissible in court, what's not. I mean, there's a process whenever they're submitting evidence and part of their discovery if um, there's any rebuttal or if there's any, you know, what their position is on that. And it's to protect the uh, the case, you know, because they want to win. So well, I, Actually, this came to mind. I actually was accused of something. Ah. And I had the uh, um, recording of it. And it was as Sean. I was, yeah, as I was told by the That's sexual, insane. as the, as I was told by the sexual harassment title nine director here, this was the fastest open and shut case they ever had to deal because with. You because you had that because recording. Monday Good. morning they came in, Hey, Sean said, did this an hour later, I get a call from the Dean saying we need to talk. And an hour after that, I said, Hey, here's the uh, recording of the situation. And that's Who, interesting that you had the surface of the sense. psyche that, that does that. Okay, hold on. So let's add the Amber Heard thing when she's in the recording telling Johnny, I, Johnny Depp, a man, have been, uh, am a victim of this. Nobody's going to believe you. Go ahead and do it. And you're absolutely right when you're like, 
who's going to believe me? I need to have proof. You know, you get into that, you know. He that, said, she said. That, but then you, when you're in a narcissistic and a, an emotional abuse, that gaslighting's so embedded and mm. so deep that you almost feel like nobody is going to believe me. Wait, is this real? Did this really happen? You know, and then on top of it, like she had a protective order and she even violated it on her own and flew to meet him in San Francisco and still tried. I just want to hug you. I just want to. He's like, go, go. I mean, every time he tried to leave the room, he would tell her to go. It wasn't like he came looking for her or he wouldn't let her leave or anything like that. So I have to say there's a lot of tone that that man was trying to control the situation to the best of his ability in those moments, but she, she made it to where the world wasn't going to believe him. Well, here's a fun little side note. So at one point when she filed for divorce, hmm. he says, I will never look at you again. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, you, and, and during court, he never looks at her. Never makes eye contact and, and has never made eye contact with her at all during mm -mm. all of the court stuff. Mm -mm. His that, attorney is blasting the crap out of her on that one oh, right yeah. now. Camille, I yeah, love her. I do too. Mm. I do too. And even down to the point of what she was, uh, how she was supposed to pledge the money versus donated was the last point where I left off because she said, did you no donate the money? I pledged. Yes, I did. Incorrect. And she goes, okay, that's not my question. Have you donated the money? You know, so she's the difference between a pledge and a donation. It's, it's the been pledge completed. is the promise. They've the been donation paid. is that yes, exactly. Yeah. And the answer is no. Yes. So she has perjured multiple times on the stand. But also, if you have a point, I really want to talk about the boo boo. Mm. <laughs> okay, so if anybody caught Saturday Night Live, the cold open was um, one of the boo -boo. Saturday Night players on the stand is Johnny Depp. And it was, uh, they were showing a video of them finding the boo-boo, the doo, -doo. Poop. Yeah. The shit. And they, and he was just all, well, <laughs> he, he did a really <laughs> good job imitating him. It was hilarious. Um, yeah, they had the, the cleaning lady come in and then they were like, you clean it up. No, you clean it up. And then it was the other security <laughs> guard and, and one of the, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Smell like boo-boo in here. <laughs> <laughs> I like boo-boo in here. Okay. So there's Think the about that moment when you're so pissed off at somebody because they won't listen to you. They will leave the room and you're winning that fight. You're winning that captive audience that when it's all said and done, you perch yourself on top of a bed and literally defecate. Like a tourist in Thailand hovering over the hole in the ground. What the <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, no. I, but have you guys ever gotten to that point? No, I go to the toilet. Not that. No, not that. I mean, to the point of such a, a disassociation from reality because you're having such an awkward, no. hard time with with whatever relationship it is that you you've lost touch. You lose sand. That's now, that's now the I difference have. between sanity. I've never, I've never, I've never boo booed anywhere sane. like that. Okay, but but I've been in situations where I have questioned my reality based on my relationship. Okay, and but that's more, that's more oh, like, yeah. that's more like, is this really happening? Well, not even just that, but then oh, my what? actions. And then it's like, I get, there's like almost like a manic where it's like, yeah, I can see doing the boo-boo. Not that I would, but I can see that mentality going there where you're just like, you're grasping for attention. You what snap. can I do to and, get this person's attention? Right. And I what happens in the bed. that I've discovered, not in just my intimate partner relationships, but even with um, family members or whatever, 
you have to align at some point. It's it's like two people get together, they come with these sets of values, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that this is the rule, but it happens more often than not, unless you're like, you know, you're growing and mature and whatever. Sure. You you bring your own set of stuff, and one person either gloms onto your value or the other one gloms onto that so value. So you don't create new values. But in order to stay in a relationship like this one, and I'm saying this from experience, you have to remain angry on some level. Is you it like a defense, to, like a posturing you just kind of can't, a thing? You just, if, you, if you're no your longer reason. anger. It's your reason to Yes, stay. and if you're no longer angry, you think about that. That's when sanity returns and you're like, I'm not even pissed off about it. You're like, out, I don't you're play. done. I'm, I'm done engaging, I'm done playing. It takes a certain amount of your negative energy to stay in a situation like that, like divorce. Mm. Divorce can be, let's go sign the papers. You want that? Here, you get the brush. I'll yeah. take the pedestal. Yeah. I'll take yeah. the ottoman. Here you yeah. go. Sign the papers and I'm done. You get one kid. I get one kid. Exactly. Or you go, <laughs> well, maybe not that. I said exactly and didn't even mean that. So then there's, there, or there's, you know, no, I'm not going to let him have that. So I want this. And yeah. I'm going to, what, what has to drive that? What has Anger. to be, even the way I just said it. Passion. Yeah. It's all of that. And okay. so yeah. in order to stay in that, you have to be angry. My thing still. That's oh, a whole nother things, level. Yes. Shitting in someone's bed, though. That's a whole nother level. Shit, it, it's not much different Sh than like today. Their bed, drive by their house at three o'clock in the morning. Go to their workplace and deliver items. It's all that same bag. Give them a dick bomb, you know, where exactly. like dicks fly and glitter everywhere. Or just whatever it is to get their attention. Yeah. And what does that all come down to? Because we're so afraid that we're not going to get what we want. On an ego level, that's it. All ooh, boils ooh, right down ooh. to the bottom. And you of can that. see her ego We're, spewing out. But you see even that, on the cross. You know, even when you're so in love or so in hate, you're so blinded by emotion and passion either side. You can't see two steps in front of you. So you, you do stupid stuff like crap in somebody's bed or fall in love in the first place. Okay. So I'm not on that level. I've never been like that. Okay, so I will admit that I have been punched by a man that I was dating. Like, and it only took one time. To May where I, can I ask where? I was 15 years old and I had this relationship that was outside of my scope. Basically it was like a, a other side of the tracks, so to speak. And okay. my parents were worried and it was just getting so toxic because I was starting to sneak out and I was starting to do things and skip school and things like that just to be with this this guy so the passion was there mm -hmm. and and like i would definitely go above and beyond and i started smoking you know cigarettes and and things that were just not where did he punch you home. can i ask you that in my face oh he did punch you in the and, face oh yeah and in my chest and in my stomach and it w it was so shocking to me because i've never been in my parents my upbringing nothing like that to where it threw me back and my we, immediate we would never have been friends <laughs> we actually would have, because I would have got down. That, 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 might, that yeah. might be true. And I'm really fucking funny. So <laughs> I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember thinking when that happened and being so young that all I went into, like, okay, all right, everything's good. Like, you know what, let's calm down and just try to slow the situation down and ask my parents to come pick me up. And they came and picked me up, and I never seen that kid again. I think there's a part of us that wants to fix that in somebody. I think females mm, that run strong. I'm not. I'm not saying it's just us, but I'm saying that I think that that runs very deeply. You know, the, the, the love gets established, and then somebody punches somebody in the face, and you're like, 
oh my gosh. Yeah. Like the love doesn't go just boom away. Yeah. You're like, oh, I love this person and they just punched me in the face. I, I don't automatically not love them anymore. Right. So, so there comes a time where you have to make a decision. And for me, what I found is that I'm a chicken when it comes to walking through pain, unless mm. you give me a little bit of alcohol mm -hmm. or cocaine. And or alcohol whatever, was okay? involved and in alcohol, on that altercation. Yes, yes. So I didn't okay, justify so, it though. I didn't sit there and go, well, he was drunk and I deserved no, it and things not like that. that. It was literally like, I can't live like this, you know? But to leave, some point i think we can be so um not afraid to leave there's that but there's the i don't want to walk through the pain of this failed relationship yeah, yeah. so i'll just stay in it until because something's got to give yeah either that pain the, the hitting pain gets bad you know the emotional yeah. pain of that gets and there's bad a enough, shame that comes involved you, yeah, and a guilt that you allowed that completely. to happen and that, yeah so I have been in that, you know, I don't want to walk through the pain and you endure something that's already gone, you know, a broken uh, marriage and, and things that are really just disconnected. Not that attempts weren't tried, but you don't want to go through that because it's like, you know, path of least resistance. I'll just stay kind of a thing. And you think of all the, you know, what everybody else will think and you'll think all these things. But when it, I have a question. So when it comes to somebody that's been in a domestic violence relationship is that something that is repetitive like they get out of that relationship and then they kind of fall back into that same well we're only with foolish if we don't learn something mm. so i imagine that that goes on for some people for mm -hmm. quite some time mm -hmm. um, i saw it in my childhood it didn't happen to me until like 20 years ago for about eight years um oh my gosh that's such a long time it wasn't it is a long time, but we were more separated than we were married uh, in that relationship. Okay, okay. That I got to be honest, there wasn't, it wasn't day after day after day for eight solid years, he's coming home and kicking the dog. It wasn't like that. I just couldn't get out of it. And so, but now we're only foolish if we don't learn. I had mm -hmm. to emerge from that. First of all, I couldn't leave without learning something because mm -hmm. I was so sick in that really, I was just simply just strung out. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean mm -hmm. drugs, I mean mm -hmm. just emotionally mm -hmm. in that relationship. Mm -hmm. So once you learn that, it's opposition in all things, you know? For True. me, it was like, I know, now I know what that's like. Mm -hmm. You know, so now I get to be grateful for what I have now in my marriage. And it's a twofold. It's like a it's it's not just him coming into my life. It's the things I'm willing to do as a partner, the the trust I've learned to the confidence I've gained back in myself, because that relationship had me questioning whether I had fingers, you know, are my eyes really brown? Like the whole gaslighting, wow. the whole, like I really, you know, you get to a place where you're you just don't like, recognize you don't, who you are anymore. You lose yourself completely. And I am really grateful. I need to say this. I am grateful for that experience. I talk about it because I have something to share and give back to somebody else. It's it, this has to serve another human being. Do you think Amber and Johnny are grateful? for their relationship to learn from it. No, they keep going over this one incident today over and over and over about her and showing the pictures of the bruises yeah, and the this yeah. and the that. And nobody so far, unless I've missed it, has said when they ask the question, have you seen Mr. Depp? Have you ever witnessed Mr. Depp hit Miss Heard? Nope. Right. Never. Right. So you're stuck to believe whether maybe it happened in private. Maybe he was in a blackout. He's I've been known to blackout. That, that she's applied makeup. That or 
or she's just yeah i mean i do believe that there was a lot of uh you know dysfunction for and sure. a lot of dysfunction yeah. I, I mean a lot of substance use i also think that it was such a huge combustion that they were both probably in that trap period and and um but i do believe that you know they're both going to be accountable in the end of it and now it's about money now it's about money and where do they go from here i mean he's kind of mm. got a legacy for a while you know yeah. he's been around for a long time but yeah. she's like kind of an up-and-comer and now w she has a baby she adopted a baby i mean i'm not saying that she's With in dire who? straits just herself she just adopted a baby oh yeah that's smart and a baby just turned one apparently i don't oh i mean gosh. i don't know much about that but i do know she has a child Okay. So I, more to follow on the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, just because it is a it is all in our homes. Well, you're, you're seeing the backlash of Amber Heard because she's supposed to be an Aquaman oh too. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. Um, I, I haven't yet to see an official she's cut out. I've heard that she was cut, cut down, uh, but not completely out of Aquaman too. They say a, there's like some three and a half million yes. people that have like signed saying, "Yep." Get her out of there. Petition, yeah. Well, I think it's fair because honestly, his career But they career did that was... in the beginning of the... Let's hear everything that's being said, too. If you have a court of public to appease at that time, you know, the judge is going to decide what happens in their defamation case. But when you have people petitioning and signing 3 million signatures, that's a public opinion, and you are not going to escape that. No matter how long you think your career is, I don't know what's going to happen, but Johnny beat her to the punch, literally. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay, we're going to end this episode, and we just want to highlight the, the, the safety measures um, that Tina gave at the beginning the of the domestic National Domestic Violence Hotline, 1-800-799-SAFE, or you can text the word START to 88788. We all create the life that we want. Yes, so if we you're, do. So if you're under the, uh, under the water, stop drowning and find help. And thank you to our five listeners. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. Stay we just love to talk. Our gift to you. Bye. You've been listening to Whack-A-Mole with Tina B and Charmaine G. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Watch us on YouTube and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for, well, whatever may happen with Tina B and Charmaine G on Whack-A-Mole.